Global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellock. The Dow, the S&P, NASDAQ all declined today. Tech shares weak again, falling for a second day. NASDAQ down 32 to 61.75, down five-tenths of one percent. S&P down two points to 24.29, down one-tenth of one percent. Dow Industrials down 36. A drop there of two tenths of one percent. The tenure down three thirty seconds. The yield two point two one percent. Gold down three forty the ounce to twelve sixty eight. Down three tenths of one percent. West Texas Intermediate crude up uh, twenty one cents a barrel to forty six oh four. That is a gain of five tenths of one percent. I'm Charlie Pellet. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. All right, Charlie. Thank you so much. You're listening to Bloomberg Markets right here on Bloomberg Radio. <laughs> All right, I did see uh, a filing for an IPO today. We want to talk about what's going on in the world of initial public offerings. Our Alex Barinka watches the IPO market first here at Bloomberg News, puts out a weekly U.S. IPO Hachi. She joins us in our New York studio. Uh, so what's going on? That's right. We had a, a filing in what's been a quiet three weeks. Um, this is actually a bigger deal. Altice USA, which is the American cable TV unit of billionaire Patrick Drahi's Altice, uh, aims to raise as much as $1.4 billion in its initial public offering. So that means it's set terms today. It let us know how many shares it plans to hold uh, to sell. The company and select holders plan to sell uh, almost 47 million shares. And they're marketing those at a price range of $27 to $31. So a pretty sizable deal there. It'll actually be one of the bigger deals of the year this year behind a corporate deals behind Snapchat's $3.9 billion raise in March. So, uh, this is, remember, this is the company that did, uh, kind of decide to move headlong into the U.S. market by buying Cablevision in 2015, okay, uh, right. a few years back. Right, exactly. So, uh, they are in the U.S. especially, the bigger you are as a cable company, the more leverage you have to negotiate rates from programmers. So, you know, that acquisition narrative was kind of the birth of Altice USA. And also, it seems uh, the future plan that they've talked about, it's the core strategy of their DNA to keep looking at acquisitions. That's what the CEO of this Altice USA business told reporters last month. i got to ask you about Uber. Yeah. And all the problems. Um, and it looks like they're trying to maybe write things, if you will. But it does seem like there's something within the culture that they've got to really kind of work on. Um, they've got to get their house in order before they even think about an IPO, correct? That's right. And my colleague Eric Newcomer has been on top of reporting on this. And he put out a story earlier today that Emil Michael, who's the head of business mm-hmm. for Uber, is leaving the company. And to put this into context, this is kind of just the latest shakeout um, at Uber, this big private valued $69 billion company around these uh, allegations of basically executive misbehavior, investigations into workplace harassment and culture. And and it's been an interesting one because, frankly, Uber has been for a long time and, and from a money perspective is still one of the darlings of these kind of private tech world and, and potential IPO candidates. So to see all of this kind of very uh, almost shaken to the bone uh, issues going on at this right. company is a big cause for concern. Well, take me to, I'm thinking about investment bankers, you know, and they're having a meeting and they're like, man, I want a piece of this when it goes public. And then they're looking at the troubles. Will they get beyond the troubles just because this is such a kind of 
a long-awaited issue, if you will? My gut is the company will have to prove that it's beyond the troubles. There has they do been, have to clean up their house. Exactly. There's been talk of of uh, founder and CEO Travis uh, Kalanick possibly taking a leave of absence. You do remember his mother did just um, very suddenly pass away in right. a voting accident. So, so there's a lot going on right now at this company. And and I in my hot sheet today, I kind of took you back to almost exactly a year ago, last July. Um, we reported that investors were pushing Uber to wrap up its fight in China. That happened. They right. sold that business to Didi. At the time, um, my sources told me that stemming those losses in China, the company was losing money hand over fist, was one of the main things holding up an IPO. Now, it seems like there are a lot bigger issues than just uh, business operations or dealing with regulation. This is something, when you think about these technology companies that are so wrapped up in the ethos of the founder and the CEO, mm-hmm. if there is a lot of risk around that founder and the people that he pick as his deputies, like this guy, Emil Michael, who's out, who was Travis's closest confidant, right. if you have that risk, that's a very kind of scary thing um, to think about as a public investor. Because, you know, if this was a public company right now, I'm trying to imagine what the stock chart would look like after news of like the past few months. And and these are kind of things that, you know, even if Uber ends up being the biggest, baddest company on the block years from now, this is so much to get over in this moment. The competition is getting fiercer and fiercer that, you know, it, it it is a bit of cause for concern. You do wonder if it was a publicly held company and there was a board in place that they would just get rid of clean house big time on all the senior executives all the way up. And they have a board and they are, they, oh, they do say, have a board. Exactly. They do yeah. have a board. Uh, they're bringing in an, an independent advisor, their first independent advisor. Um, Eric, again, my colleague has reported that there are potentially more changes to come. Um, you still have this investigation going on at the company. Um, former U.S. Attorney General Eric Holder is, mm-hmm. is, kind of heading up this probe into what exactly is going on. So there's a lot kind of moving and shaking. There's a lot of moving parts. And and in terms of my role and what I look at in terms of these companies going public, there are too many kind of uh, risk factors that would land into that, into a potential prospectus for this to be, uh, I mean, frankly, look, they've got so many things on their plate right now. I bet this is just not even in the cards in terms of deciding when they would get out the door. What else is coming down? Um, Blue Apron, which we talked about yeah. uh, last week. And if you do uh, listen to podcasts, the Bloomberg Deal of the Week podcast, I spoke with my colleague and fellow deal reporter Alex Sherman uh, about Blue Apron. This is the meal kit delivery company that uh, filed for an IPO a couple of weeks ago. And uh, we spoke about it briefly last week after yeah. that S1 hit, but we really dug in in the podcast around the valuation. Uh, it, it's a lot of questions around, is this a grocery company or is this an e-commerce company, right? They send you these boxes with prepackaged ingredients uh, to cook three meals a week. D- what does that make this company? Well, breaking down the valuation according to my sources at a $3 billion market value, which is what they told me they were targeting last year, that aligns more with the Amazons of the world at th- about three times trailing revenue. A grocery company, it's less than one times trailing revenue. It's closer to 0.4. So if you want to hear more about that, go to Apple or uh, Apple iTunes, yes. SoundCloud, wherever you listen to podcasts and you can listen to that on deal of the week. I love the food delivery services, but I think it has yet to shake out completely. Lots of competition. Yes. Lots of people trying to get those dollars. Alex Barinka, 
Wonderful. IPO, IPO reporter, digital public offerings uh, here at Bloomberg News. Joining us in our Bloomberg 1130 studio, you are listening to Bloomberg Radio.